Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fence. See, maybe I wanted to watch American Pie. Remember, I was saying I wanted to watch American Pie last weekend because this song continues to play. This song reminds me of American Pie. I don't know if it was one or two. It was number two. Oh yeah, we've done this before, please. Yeah, every time I hear it, that's what I think of. What a great trilogy! Actually, it was more than a trilogy. It won American Pie, and we'll catch up on well, stuff you might have missed while you're sleeping a little bit. But right now, I want to talk about movies for a second, so I will. American Pie, American Pie Two, American Wedding. And then Reunion, there was four. Is that right? Definitely American Pie 1, American Pie 2. Man, I remember seeing that in the movies. It was so good. Number two. I might have seen it twice. And then aren't there, like, spinoffs of the... I mean, those are the four with the main cast. Yeah, those, naturally, the spinoffs are ones that came up when I was searching all the devices for American Pie. Right, like straight to video back in the day. Like, they would go straight to DVD. Come on. But those are the ones that we mentioned there was four of them. I'd watch them all again. What a great ride that I was. I think so. I think those are the main four. American Pie, American Pie 2, American Wedding, and then The Reunion. Oh, man. Aren't they fun? Live vicariously through those movies. I never did stuff like that. Go away for the summer? Wish I could. I was in summer school. Only twice. Don't worry. And I aced it. So I don't I was, know if Zach Wilson's ever seen that movie, but there's something he can relate yeah, to. Of course. he. Zach Wilson fits right in. He's the prototype for that. He'd be perfect for that role. There's a strong chance he's never seen those movies and might still not be allowed. Oh, you don't think Stifler and Zach Wilson are similar in certain ways? Or I guess uh, not Stifler. What's the other dude that likes Stifler's, you know, mom? Uh, What the hell is his name? Oh, I forget his name. Those movies are great. I got to watch them. Brings a smile to my face. And I'll put that right up there with the Rocky the Rocky Marathon that I have on the list. Why can't why can't I remember that guy's name? There was Kevin, right? Stifler. I guess I could just look it up. Hey, what's this computer doing right here? When did this get here? 
Anyway, while you were sleeping, Google this, okay. While you were sleeping, we started the show talking. Actually, I started the show talking about Brandon Nimmo and his free agency and how a lot of teams were interested in Nimmo. And that, look, I would draw the line, as I said earlier, five years, $105 million for Nemo. I'm not going nuts if I'm the Mets. They could figure out a way to, you know, look, you're never going to replace exactly what he was. But they can find a way to build a better lineup if Brandon Nemo leaves. They just got to use that money, obviously, elsewhere and do it in the right way. We talked about that a little bit. Aaron Judge and... His free agency as the saga continues. Anthony Rizzo spoke yesterday and didn't really say much, you know, uh, specifically about Judge, other than it's his own decision to make and blah, 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 blah. He's got to decide that with his family. But Rizzo did talk about how much he loves being a Yankee, and you know Judge feels the same way. I do think after hearing Hal and Rizzo talk, I feel a little bit stronger about Judge coming back. And I still doubt that the Yankees are going to have the highest offer, but I still feel strongly... Judge will come back. And remember, MVP award tonight. Aaron Judge can officially be the uh, MVP of the American League when they announce that award later on. We also discussed the Knicks and their big win over the Nuggets. Two straight on the road in Utah and then in Denver. Knicks playing some defense, showing some effort. Last night, Julius Randle was a star as he had 34 points, played hard all night long on the defensive end. Four steals, 11 rebounds. It was Peak Julius Randle, something we haven't seen often enough since the year a couple years ago where he was an all-star. And you just hope the Knicks can continue to get performances like that. Their issue has been, of course, consistency or inconsistency. Brunson's been good. He was another uh, had another solid night. R.J. Barrett, again, awful. That's a problem. 0 for 9 from downtown. R.J. Barrett might be the biggest culprit for the Knicks. Talk about how it's Randall and Barrett because of their inconsistencies. Barrett might be the biggest culprit for the Knicks. We also got into the Bleacher Report exclusive interview with Kevin Durant where Durant threw his teammates onto the bus. You know, talked about wanting to be coached harder and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's funny because didn't you get the actual real coach out of here with Kenny Atkinson and you brought in Steve Nash and then you were getting on Nash to coach you harder? Come on, dude. That's rich. Or that's rich. And... You know, Durant, not only that, which is just complete lunacy, but then he goes out there and rips his teammates. Oh, look at our starting five. You got me out here with these guys. You you think we're going to win because it's just me. What do you think I am? We also got into week 11 of the NFL a little bit and how not necessarily a trap game with the Lions, but an important game for the Lions or for the Giants against the Lions Because you look at the way their schedule plays out here. This is the last, I I hate to say soft opponent, because the Lions could be dangerous with their offense. But the last time that the Giants are going to have an opportunity to beat a team that we know they are better than at home here over the final seven games or so, who knows how that Colts game will play out. But Washington's tough. Any division game is tough. Really, this is the last soft spot in their schedule. This is it. And they better take advantage of it. As for the Jets, and we'll do plenty more on this tomorrow on a football Friday, Jets have to win this game against New England. This is a pseudo-playoff game. To be taken seriously, have to go out there and beat the Pats. Anything else I missed? We did baseball, Mets, Yanks, football, Jets, Giants, little Knicks, little Nets. Oh, and the story, of course, that the Mets and Yankees are being investigated um, by baseball uh, for potential tampering with a report from Andy Martino 
last week that mentioned that uh, Steve Cohen in all likelihood would not be making a run at Aaron Judge. I forget the exact way that it was, but that it was worded in the story, but the Mets would not be in on Judge because of their relationship with Yankee ownership and you know, there's a uh, respect there for each other and, and not trying to uh, go steal one of the Yankees players, something along those lines. Anyway, baseball is looking into that. I mean, come on, give me a break. Tampering between the Mets and Yankees over that, please. Only because it's the Mets and Yankees. 877-337-6666. We talked about a lot more stuff too, but just check that out on the free Odyssey app. It's easy. 877-337-6666. Joey is calling from Perth Amboy. What's up, Joey? How we doing, Sal? Actually, pretty good. What's on your mind, Joey? Well, first off, I want to say congrats to uh, Buck for winning Manager of the Year. Merry Buckmas! Yeah. And uh, listen, you got to have that guy, Basketball Jones, in the middle of the season. Why? Instead of the playoffs. All right, maybe we'll do I that mean, again. Yeah, I mean, I was just... Well, see, it's got to be... Here's the tough part, right? Basketball, basketball especially... From a national standpoint, like I could have him on to talk Knicks anytime, but from a national standpoint, going around the NBA, it's not really relevant all the time here. So that's why I was thinking playoffs. Maybe the next time that comes around, we could get into it. Well, I got, yeah, I got a little more knowledge on basketball from him and listening to you. Well, he's not a big basketball fan. You know, he's tremendous. Yeah, he's tremendous. Second to now, none, as a my matter. Point. Second to none, as a matter of fact. And maybe we'll have him on as a little. And maybe we'll do it. You know what? The All Star right break before the trade. How about right the All Star? The there you go. That's great. a good one. Yeah, trade All Star break, trade talk, all that stuff. Yeah. We could do that. That's fun. Assuming, that assuming great. he's available, because what's going to happen is, like everybody else, he'll leave me buried on the overnights. Oh, Sal, screw you. I appreciate the opportunity, but I'm on a bigger and better. I'm going on my dad an afternoon drive. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> now. You know, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I've been it all my life. These next two weeks really scare me. Why? I mean, it sounds crazy. Well, the running game. That, I mean, what Green Bay did with the Cowboys on the running game, the 200-plus yards. Do you believe the Cowboys you know, are favorite in Minnesota? I couldn't believe that when Fleegs told me that line. I had a double I check on Superbook either. Sports, yeah. But you know, I I don't believe I don't I don't breathe until I see zero zero in the fourth quarter, <laughs> the Cowboy win, because I mean they were up in the third quarter. Right, that's a game they should have won. They had a nice lead, and look, Rodgers and the Packers played a hell of a game to be able to come back and take that one from Dallas. Dallas is better than that. I, I think they'll right the ship this week, and I really do think you're going to get a big performance from them on Thursday on Thanksgiving, but who the hell knows? Look, you got a shot. That's the, that's the point, though, Joey. You got a shot if you're the Cowboys yeah. this year. Yeah, you do. I do, but that run game, that scares me, and, they, and Green Bay showed the blueprint on how to beat them, I think. Yeah, well, which is what? With the run game and run. controlling the clock, because you know what? You keep Dak Prescott and that offense on the sideline. Well, I mean, the Cowboys should have, and thank you for the call, Joey. Appreciate checking in. Cowboys defense is good. So it's not just like, oh, well, they got to get the offense out there. Their defense should be able to do their job as well. But Green Bay was better on Sunday. It happens. Well, going to Lambeau is not supposed to be easy. And the Packers fighting for their lives here this year. Now, they were on the verge of being toast. Matter of fact, they still might be. But that win... 
did at least give them some hope. Green Bay at 4-6 and six now, a realistic shot. If they lose that game, they're done. They have a shot at making the postseason, and not because of their record. It's combination with their win and knowing that you know Rodgers and really the team overall should be better than what they've been the majority of the year. NFC's wide open, but I like the Cowboys. I don't know. I've been, I gave you the power rankings, the unofficial Salicata power rankings in no particular order. Top three teams in the NFC Niners, Cowboys, and I'm torn on the Vikings and Eagles. I'd probably have to go Eagles, but I don't trust either of those teams. I don't trust Seattle. I don't like anybody from the South. I'd probably go Eagles. Eagles, Cowboys, Niners would be the top three. In the AFC, Bills, Dolphins, Chiefs. I think it's a little bit easier in the AFC. I mean, I guess you could put the Titans in there instead of the Bills. I The two teams to me that you cannot take out of the AFC power rankings would be the Chiefs and the Dolphins. You can argue a third. You want to put the Ravens in there right now over the Bills? You want to put the Titans in there over the Bills? Sure. I'm projecting who I think will be, not just right now, who will be the best teams or who are the best teams but will show over the course of the final seven, eight weeks of the season. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. Good morning, Hector. Good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. I'm about ready to pick up a ride, so this might get a little nuts, but we're going to try to do this. All right. Tell Um, him I said hello. (laughs) Got to also... Get in line and give props to Sunday, man. That was good stuff with you and him out there. I also, uh, you know, I, I've spoken to him in the spaces and stuff like uh, Doug mentioned. And, um, you know, the, the kid is good. <laughs> you know me, Sal. I'm a lunatic, right? So there was a time where, you know, the guys were talking about how the Knicks going to do and this stretch and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, you know, me. I'm like, I got to go five and two. da 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 and then, you know, guys start talking and suddenly starts talking and he starts breaking down rosters and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I got to take it back. You definitely know a lot more than I Lewis, Lewis, right? Oh, here we go. Live Uber ride. Whoa. <laughs> sirens. Are you getting pulled yeah. over, Hector? What's going on there? No, no, no. That's absolutely not. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just wanted to, to get... Does uh, your passenger uh, care that you're on the radio right now? I don't know. I'll ask him. Yeah, ask I him. Know. I don't know if he. Ask I don't him. even know if he wants me to ask him this, oh. but I ask him. Oh, you got to leave hey, him alone. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Lewis. I'm sorry, but I'm on the phone. I'm actually on the radio, sports radio. The host asks, "Do you care that I'm? <laughs> I'm on the phone on the radio right now." I don't know. No, he's not at all. Ooh, all right. There you go. Maybe he's a sports fan. Maybe not. Maybe if he keeps listening to me, he might care. No. Just drive safely, will you? I, I tried to. I oh, tried you're already to. annoying him. I could hear it. See, if it were me, if I were, if I were the passenger, I'd be like, dude, shut up and drive. I mean, I wouldn't say that out loud, but in my head I would, and I'm thinking, you're getting a bad review. The more you talk, the ba- worse review is going to be. Maybe that happens. Who knows? Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully right. not. Um, but uh, where, where are we going to go here, sir? I, I got to say, like, and listen, man, I. Maybe I'm one of these, what do you call it, analytical nerds, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, the, yeah, the I, analytical people love Brandon Nimmo. He's yeah, a, well, I'm not one of those guys. And I, 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 I wouldn't say love. I, I love Brandon Nimmo, too. And I I think you're going to be wrong about Nimmo, just like you were wrong about McNeil. Um, 
Well, wait, know, how, and, and, how am I wrong about him? I just think the, the kid just keeps getting better and better, and I think you're dismissing him like he's just, you know, a well, low average, no, I, average player. No, I, I said I would give him five years, $105 million. You think he's worth 120 You'd give him 150 Where would you draw the line on Brandon Nimmo? Uh, yeah, no, 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 that's fair. What you're saying is fair, and that's, that's a fair contract. I, I think Nimmo, um, he might get a little bit better. I don't think he's ever going to get better defensively. He can't come in on – or he doesn't – he doesn't have enough speed in the outfield to cover enough ground, so he plays deep. That's why he's okay with going back on balls, which means the stuff in front of him can be problematic. He has no arm, so those are limitations. He's not a fast, you know, he's not a big base stealer. He's not a guy who's going to hit for a high average. He doesn't hit for a lot of power. He's a guy who's going to draw walks, work counts, work at bats, and put the bat on the ball, which there's great value in that. But to me, it's not more than $100 million for five years, and I'd also rather have somebody who could either, A, be a great defensive center fielder, or B, somebody who could hit with some power. No, no, I hear you, but and I think we can find somebody that can hit with some power and still keep Nemo. And I think our power is going to come from Alvarez. Um, whether we want to accept it or not, that's where our power is going to come. I think that kid's going to get a break, and he's going to provide a lot of power that, that we lacked. Um, but I like. The whole Nimmo thing, and I think this is what you missed a little bit of what Jeffrey was trying to say earlier, Sal, is um, it's the whole thing about trying to get these homegrown players on maybe team-favorable deals. And I know we got the billionaire owner, but whatever. So if you can go out there and get McNeil signed on the contract and get Alonzo signed on the contract before they get to free agency, before you run into the problem what you have with Nimmo, maybe they could have maybe signed Nemo last year, or, you know what I'm saying, or a year before, whatever, mm-hmm. if they throw this kid, you know, somebody you want to keep around. Because, I mean, I keep saying this, how, how high do you guys think this payroll is going to be? And if we want to win, you you need good players. Here's, here's what some- I'll say. There will be a time where we'll know if they've made a mistake in that regard. Right now is not the time. This is year three with Steve Cohen here. Let them get settled in. If they don't lock up McNeil and or Alonzo within the next year or two, then maybe I could see you being concerned because that'll be the time frame. And look, maybe it comes this year. Maybe it comes this offseason after they take care of the other guys. Right now, just me personally, I wouldn't worry about guys who are already under contract when I have an entire team to still build. No, no, and I understand. And, of course, I understand the priority right now. You know, the ground, you know, taking or leave or whatever. That's got to be a priority, and, and yeah, filling out filling out um, the, the roster and all of that. Um, but one last thing before I do make a comment on the Knicks, um, how about you give your boy Martino a thank you for that uh, investigation that we got going on now for his blabber mouth talking all this. Time. Oh, he's a reporter. Yeah. Will you stop he's a, it? He's not a reporter. He's an actor. You know, he's, a re- he's. he's a reporter. He's a reporter. We don't report nothing. We are not. We are now saying goodbye, and because you have disrespected my friend Andy Martino for the last time, Hector. No, actually, you've just been on too long, and i got to get to a break. But still, stop disrespecting Andy Martino. Well, I don't understand it. You know, Hector, he has, he has Jimmy syndrome in certain ways. I'm telling you, listen to me. You trust me, right? You like me, right? Hey, Sal, see you at the game. Let's take a picture, hang out. Let's text or whatever. Yeah, that's me. I'm telling you, not only as a talk show host, but also as a friend. Andy knows what he's talking about. Matter of fact, he's the only guy that I would trust when it comes to reporting with the Mets. That's me. I mean, I'm sure there are others who are good and, you know, national guys who break Mets stories, sure. 
Heyman or Sherman, whoever else. There are plenty of other people who are locked in. But I know Andy's locked in. He's a reporter. He's not giving his opinion. He's not making stuff up. He's reporting stuff that information that he gathers. Are you going to blame him now for doing his job? Come on. I don't understand why, Hector, why you're so anti-Andy Martino. And if you're still listening to me, tell the passenger in the backseat I say hi. And please, please give a positive review to Hector. Rate nicely. Even though he's a nut job. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. In football and hoops and hockey are both underway. Wager on all of it and more right now with Superbook Sports. Sal Licata here for the best wagering app around. Superbook has a dedicated team of odds makers in Las Vegas and now has a $1,000 first bet bonus. When the sports world is busy, get busy winning money. Download the Superbook Sports app in New Jersey or visit Superbook.com and start placing your bets right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666 is the number to call me. Stuart is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Stuart. Morning, Sal. I don't know how you put up with Jimmy. How in God's world do you... Well, like I, I haven't. Nonsense. I haven't this week. Uh, yesterday... I know you haven't. Well, today... Like, be- you want to know what? He's got he's to take a chill pill. Come to chill out, you know, because you want to know what disrespecting you on the air is not acceptable. No, it's not going to happen. You are correct. I'm going to talk to him off the air, assuming he calls either tomorrow, whenever it is that I'm here next, and he calls. Right. I want to talk to him off the air because I, we just got to get He's back. got to calm down. And we just got to go back to talking sports. I don't understand it. I don't understand what the issue is trying to make it me versus him, which we, I mean, this has been going on all week now. It's the same thing. It's frustrating. Please. You know, people should stop at the me versus him. Right. Me versus you. Me, right. versus, me versus the world. Yeah, really. That's the word. <laughs> because you want to know something? He doesn't understand what the what the deal is. It's about sports. It's about right. relevancy to sports. 
That's what I talk about. Correct. Because there's other things we discuss, but that's certainly the Well, you and I, no, you and I, have to, we like to talk about, like, life and, and your, right. your life and things like that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, getting to the listen. Oh, no, let's talk um, about life soon. Let's talk about life before we get to the Yankees. We get to, what's going on with you? Anything new in, in your world? Uh, nothing much. Yeah. Same, same old thing. Same, any, same any, old story. It's like. Any prospects you got working on or what? Well, what do you mean by prospects? You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. No, nothing really. Nothing? Not Empty I'm farm system at the Lake, moment? I'm still looking at Lake Run Congo. You want to get straight to the point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, like to, yeah, I would I, like to be in touch with her. All right. I deserve, uh, I deserve what I got there. Yeah. Let's you move on. You remember that old saying, reach out and touch someone? Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, you, no, yeah, reach out and harass somebody? No, thank no, you, Stuart. Well, no, well, okay. I think I would harass her. Uh, what was it about the Yankees that you wanted to discuss? I think that Rizzo's a good signing, <clears throat> but I need to see Donaldson not here. Graver has to go. IKF has to go, and Aaron Hicks has got to go. They have to give it those those four guys. And then bring in other players, bring up the kids or get trade for other players. And do I think he's going to do that? Uh, no. Right. And if, But he better bring back 99. You know, well, that's the point. I'm not only excited to find out where Judge eventually signs. I'm more excited to see if he does leave to get the official announcement from you that you have switched back over to becoming a Met fan. I, I told you I switched. I know. I'm not going I'm not going to deal with a more, uh, an owner who's going to go down the same road that not exactly the same road as the coupons, but we'll, we'll we definitely go back because Stevie Boy wants to spend some money. Right. He wants to, he no, wants now's to the time to get back in. If your franchise that you look, you left the Mets because they traded away Tom Seaver, right? No, I didn't leave the Mets then. Oh, when no, did you I leave again? That's after 2000. Oh, right. I was tired. I was tired of the nonsense. How did the I forget? The didn't spend money. Right. Well, they, doubled, they couldn't override them. Right, so now the you're going to leave the, the Yankees. The left in 80-something or, or the 90s, and Doubleday would, would have stayed, and sure, Doubleday would have spent the money, and I would never have left. Well, now, and you also would never experience all those championships that the Yankees won, but anyway, I now... I was still a Mets fan. Oh, right. Since I lived and breathed and died. Right, if you and left in 2000, you so you only got... So in 2000, who'd you root for? The Mets or the Yankees? I was rooting for the Mets. Oh, okay. So then you lost that one. So you only got the 2009. Ooh. Yeah, I only have the 2009. Yeah. I, of course, I was rooting for the Yankees against the Braves. You know, I just figured out... Our, our mortal enemy. You might be the jinx. About what? What are you sorry, rooting for the Yankees? They've only won one World Series. Maybe they welcome you going to the Mets. Right, like, can I tell you something, Sal? Yeah. That, that doesn't matter. What matters is... I don't know if we want you the... anymore with the Mets. What? I don't, I don't know if we want you anymore with the Mets. All you got, you're good for as a fan, is one championship in the last, you know, 26 years? <laughs> or 22 years? No, yeah. I don't think so. It's the players that have been there. Hmm. And it's the ownership turning into a uh, spendthrift. I do I'm get the sense, spend, though. You, I'm not saying spend with, but I'm saying they're going down the same road. They're not investing. Don't you get the sense, though, Stuart? I, I don't know. We talked about this a little bit the other day after the interview with Meredith Morakovic with Hal, and then Hal had the comments at the owners' meetings. Don't you feel like Hal at least is saying, now they got to show it. He's saying the right, right things. Right, okay. He's saying the right things. And I do hope he signs Judge, and I do hope he gets the play get gets the players to make the team better. Because I'm tired of the Astros. Oh, am I tired of the Astros? <laughs> that goes back to 1962. 
<laughs> I can't stand the Astros. Why since 62? I don't get it. The Astros are, come on, especially from a Yankees they came perspective. came in at the same time with the Mets, and they dominated the Mets. They beat the Mets in 69, 11 out of the 12 times. All right, so I, what? The Mets won the World Series in 69, and what happened in 86? They beat the like that. Yeah, well, 86, we finally caught up with them. All right, okay, so I'll, even I'll Steven. I'll tell you another thing. June 15, 1977. I wanted to take Dick Young and M. Donald Grant and crush them. <laughs> oh, there's that anger. Be careful, I Stuart. wanted to crush them. Yeah, there's that they, rage. They, they, yeah. They, 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 I was so livid. It was, it was off the charts. How old were you at the time? 24. And what would you do? Did you put your fist through a wall? Did you throw something? Almost. Yeah. Almost put my fist through a wall. I was so disgusted with them, it was ridiculous. Did you put but your fist through a person? Was, what, what went what? on? Anything? Did you hit somebody? What, what do we got? No, because if I hit somebody, that wouldn't be funny. Well, you've already said that before, that you were thinking about, you know, you, your rage can, can end you, put you in a spot where you don't really want to end up. No, I don't want to end up there. Yeah. I mean, look, let's say this much. Um, I'll make it short and sweet. I had a neighbor upstairs for eight and a half years. That was not, he was not home. And he carried, he pushed me down, this, that, the other thing. Uh, the, the cops came. They, they said that I was a liar. And I said my witness was a liar. And then finally, February 11th of this year, I said something to him that made him leave. Hmm. That's something that I, wouldn't, I shouldn't have said, but I was so disgusted and infuriated. The rage was, uh, the rage was 10. Whoa. And I was going to, uh, excuse me, express him, blow him away. Whoa, whoa! So, I, I'm glad you finished that sentence there. I wasn't sure uh, where you were going with that one. Oh, I was going to, I was going to just annihilate yeah. because he was, he didn't stop waking me up at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I get up at two thirty. Were you waking me up at one thirty? And to, to approach him was impossible because he was disturbed. <laughs> and another thing that he did, he found my phone number, my home number in the phone book, and started calling my home. Oh, on the phone. And the yeah, that's thing, harassment, I believe. Yeah, the landlord didn't think nothing of it. That's and you threatened to what again? What? Do you threaten to blow him away? Smithereens. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. I can. Well, I mean, you don't want to get to that point. You don't want that no, violence. No, 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 no. If I get there, I go away. Yeah. No, you got to be I careful, Stuart. We don't, don't want really that. We that. want a calm, Stuart. We don't want the rage, Stuart. Well, you know something, Sal? I, I have to rein it in. I have to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Don't forget, I told you. I you getting along with your new neighbor now? With the two women? No, the, well, yeah. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. But there's one thing. I got my final answer back about three and a half weeks ago. And that's my stereo, my sound system. I have a thousand watts of power that say, I win. <laughs> Stuart, thank you for the call. Oh, my God. Never ceased to amaze me. He is something. Woody is calling from, where the hell is this? Swedesboro? Never heard of it. Woody is calling from New Jersey. What's up, Woody? Hey, how you doing, my buddy, Cal? What's up, Woody? I'm the truck driver that called in last week. Oh, Down yeah. in Swedesboro. Oh, about, right. Right, Swedesboro. 12 right. miles from the Delaware Memorial Bridge, deep South Jersey. All right. What's up, Woody? So, uh, here, I'll give you a horn. Hold on. You hear that? No, I didn't actually. All right, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I can pretend I did. I put a jet to step up the plate and take thirteen in a row from these Patriots. What happened? 
Time for the Jets to win 13 in a row against the Patriots. Like, we want, like they owned us. It's time to turn that ball around. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's going to happen. But, hey, look, it starts with one. How about that? Can you just start with one this weekend? Yeah, can I do one? Yeah, get one win. Forget the next 13. I mean, that'd be great. But how about just beating them once? Oh, wait. Hey, it takes one to start it off, right? Correct. You need one to start a streak, right? Right. Baby steps. So as I'm saying, you're talking about 13. If they could just get one, we wouldn't worry about it until next year, hopefully. Well, I'm an Alabama fan, so I hope they take it easy on uh, um, their quarterback. Um, but anyway, pulverize the rest of them because we, we, we owe them big time. So, so anyway. Are you an um, Islanders fan, Sal? No, I'm a Rangers fan. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. you're right, huh? Yeah. Did you get? Did you get a? Did you get a pair of uh, Potvin socks? Uh, I heard about it. Um, oh. but you know, living down here, driving a truck, I don't. Uh, oh. Uh, get up, get that much stuff in the area. I mean, I don't go online and order stuff, stuff like that. You yeah, know, no, gotta... Potvin socks. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's... I, I know Dennis Potvin. Yeah. I, I read the article on on Facebook about it. Yeah, no, I'm just and... saying he's got right Potvin socks. Yeah, well, yeah. they talk about the greatest defensive of all time, and uh, Larry Robinson, Bobby Orr, and Dennis Potvin's got to be in all the talks, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, look, the yeah. Owls have been the Owls have been very good this year. I haven't paid a lot of attention to it, but I know they've owned the Rangers the two times that they played them, and they play well. Sorokin has been very good. Islanders are good. They're back to being a good team. I hope both teams get in the playoffs. Well, we knew we were good in all aspects of the, of, of the puck, but we weren't that good on offense, and I think the coach is really – um, he's made some moves to up that up to the plate a little bit, which they're not where we got to be, like Bocce, Trotsky, and Gillies. But you know, we're getting there, and uh, you know, we want we're nine and two in our last eleven. And I'm I'm pretty optimistic. And and uh, a couple weeks we got the Flyers come up with a home and home, so that's too easy. Uh. Potvin socks. Eric is calling from Ron Kongma. Good to hear from you, Eric. How are you this morning? Yeah, hey, Sal, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm hanging in there. But, uh, well, you, we sent our condolences the other day, but I'll tell you that you're here now. I, our condolences I, go out to you on the passing of your stepmom. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I did hear that. Thank you. Um, but, you know, you got to keep moving forward, you know. And uh, uh, I, I was telling Fleeks, I was, I was literally getting ready to hit the button to call into you guys. I know he was, he was on Monday for you. And, uh, you know, I, I got the notification, so I just kind of, you know, through the whole you know, uh, stay into a loop and everything. Sorry to hear it. It's very, but, it's very but, difficult. But, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But, but, but I'll tell you one thing though, I liked your idea yesterday about, uh, doing the Rocky marathon. I think, I think considering the week I've been having, I think Saturday. I'm just escape. Yeah. Rip, go escape. Watch Rocky. Rip, Why not? Watch five, six, whatever it's rip, been. Remove as a Rocky. Rip through, rip through everything in Creed and all that. And yep. Get me going. There. So yeah. I, uh, I, I think that's a great idea, but, um, you know, the, you know, I'm hearing the talk about you know with the stuff with the uh, as far as the Mets right now and everything. Look, I, I just hope that whatever they do, and, and hopefully it's something, you know, that it's towards improving the team. I mean, you, you know, the, I just don't want to see you know in the end before the season starts that they really did maybe one minor move that's kind of a lateral thing. And, and uh doesn't have much of an effect on it. You know, similar to when they picked up Vogel back in rough, really didn't do much. It, it, it was a little, you know, a little surge for a couple of weeks and then back to normal. I, it, whatever they do has got to improve the team as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't know what the move's going to be yet, whether it's re-signing, you know, some of the guys right now or acquiring somebody, you know, 
some of the chips falling in the process may determine what they do, but I, sure. they, they can't just stand pat and do nothing. That's, well, they, they the won't. It, so. they, they won't. Okay. They're going to wait for DeGrom. Or not, I shouldn't say that, wait. They're going to see where DeGrom is at, and if they get the feeling that he's you know, he'd prefer to go elsewhere, they're going to move on, whether that's Verlander, whether it's Rodon, whoever, a big bat. The Mets have big plans and big aspirations, and they're not going to let – you know, somebody walking. You saw what happened last year when Matt's yeah. left or with Syndergaard. Then what happened? They turned it into Scherzer, Canna, Marte, Escobar. I mean, the Mets will spend. They will bring in big players, whether it's the ones that they had here last year and then potentially add or ones to replace the ones that they had last year that left and then add on top of that. That's where we're at where you have to trust. Just a matter of who is going to be back or be well, here. That's it. Yeah, and... and- and I, and I do agree because I did hear what you said the other day about, uh, you know, as far as uh, they, 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 they do have to focus on some more bats, though, because, I mean, and, and I said it with your, you know, a few weeks, you know, a couple months back. I mean, the, the philosophy of pitching, pitching, pitching is just, you know, they, they, they have to balance it out a little bit better because, I mean, it, it's just, it, I mean, look at, when, look at when they've gone far into the playoffs. They had hitting those years. You know, it wasn't all pitching. They need more oh, of an offense. Yeah, they do. Another power uh, bat. I, I agree with that. And by the way, Eric, before we go, did you ever get a pair of Podman socks? I will not be getting the Podman socks. Oh, okay. But, uh, as much as I enjoy the team, I think. That, I know you're a big uh, Islander fan. I just yeah. want to see if you got the Podman socks. Yeah, no, I, I get I, just Trust me, I have enough Ranger fans in my family. <laughs> I get enough of the, the actual chance. So, uh you know, uh, trust me when, when I say that. Hey, maybe yeah, we have yeah, to do, if they make the ball, I was going to say playoffs, but if, if tickets be out of, out of control, I wish they play later in the year. And oh. thank you for the call, Eric. And again, our condolences to you and your family. I wish they played a little bit later in the year. Maybe we do a little group outing either at UB, uh, UBS. Yeah, either at UB, I would get mixed up with USB. UBS Arena or the Garden. But and it's a fun matchup. Unfortunately, they play, I think, uh, what is it, the 22nd or whatever it is, right before Christmas, December 22nd, and that'll be it for the year. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan warm-up show with Alan Jerry coming up in just a few minutes. Be back again tomorrow, I think at one or whatever time the Nets post game ends. Nets have a late game tonight. Who they got uh, tonight? Not Sacramento. Uh, I don't know. I should look it up here real quick. Kevin Durant and his loser teammates apparently will be out there. Oh, Portland. Nets are in Portland tonight, so that game gets underway at ten. I'll be on following that game in the post game show. And we'll have a little football Friday. Yeah, 12, 12.45, you think, Fleas will be? I think that's the earliest. So if people want to hear you, the start of your show, 12.45 to be safe. Yeah, right. That's true. Don't leave me hanging for those 15 minutes or so where I'm like, oh, I'm talking to uh, Net fans here listening to the postgame. Anyway, um, we'll be on after that and have a little football Friday. Matter of fact, i got to contact Taylor Mathis. I haven't had her on in forever because I've either been off or she's been unavailable um, so I think she's going to be ready to come back on and give the hottest picks in the game tomorrow at three. So we'll do a little football Friday and look ahead, uh, to, uh, look ahead to a big weekend, certainly for the jets and for the giants as well. Uh, please saying we do over under nets. How many points they allow to tonight? Ooh, nets. 
What a mess. Anyway, we'll finish up with your calls here. 877-337-6666. Brett is calling from Long Island. And Brett, I promise not to yell today. You will not get under my skin. How you doing, Sal? Good, Brett. How are you? How are those great Giants doing? Okay. Well, see, there you go. You, you, there you go. You started it, right? Oh, now, wait. First... I started for a change. How about that? Yeah, I, well, you well, you tricked me. First you're saying you're not going to argue, and then right away you go right at the thing that needles me, right? <laughs> right at it. You go right at the thing that needles me, right? You know, um... I get aggravated too, by the way. It's not just you. You think... You know, the call is called, we're, we're emotional fans. You know, you get aggravated. You know, you aggravate us. You know? I, I so, love it. I love it. But, but my point yeah. the other day, not to bring it up, we'll let you get to your Giants point in a second here, but my point the other day was that I was saying the Giants can make the Super Bowl, and you still took offense to that. But you nailed something. First thing I was calling today, the first thing I was going to say is a few weeks ago, I, you know, because I just didn't get to address this because I wanted to argue with you a little bit. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue with him today. I'm not gonna prove that uh, the Jets Bills. You nailed that call. I don't know if you actually bet that. I did. But you, you called that with no spread, and I don't know anybody personally that was willing to bet the money without the spread. So oh, I give you a lot of credit. I, for that. I appreciate that. Look, sometimes you run into it or whatever, but it was more anti the public belief and just that. Oh, how are the Jets gonna win that game? And I did say it on the air, and I did back it up. Uh, with the money line bet and the uh, point spread bet. So, I mean, look, you got lucky with that one. It happens, uh, but it was a good pick. Usually I expect so the I, unexpected. That's the way that you would go. Anyway, go ahead. So I debate with you, you know, every now and again, and then it, it goes all day. It's not just with you. I'm in, like, all these group texts. I'm in the, the all these group things, you know, with the Giants. So I'm debating all day long. I got, I got to get a life. I'm debating <laughs> literally 24-7. I guess that's my out because I work three jobs. So I just sports debate everyone. Right. Like, I'll go into a store. I was at 7-Eleven the other day. There's two guys out front, Giants jackets, Jets jackets. And I stop, and I'm, like, talking to these guys for 15 minutes, and I'm arguing with them about everything. Oh, my like, God. Hey, you you're, think you're like... is a franchise quarterback. And I'm like, something's wrong with me. Like, I need therapy. Like, yeah. I'm arguing with random people. What's the problem? You here? do. See, I see that. I run the other way. I pull my hat down. I put my hoodie over. I run the other way. The last thing I want to do when I'm out here is get caught up in a sports conversation. You're going to look for it. I mean, and maybe you need to do a podcast or something. Let it out. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed calling. Yeah, I used to call Frances. I know you're working for him. It was the same thing. Mm-hmm. I just got addicted to... You know, you guys are the best, though. You know, obviously, we can't hold the candle to the, the knowledge. I respect you in the end of the day. But I'll tell you, man, I, I my blood boils. So the, the, today's question, what I was arguing all day yesterday. I'm not even joking. All day long, somebody said, do you think the Giants are, are legitimate Super Bowl contenders? I thought about it, and I said yes. And I had three people, like, reaming me about it. <laughs> So like I'm and then the other thing is right now would you sign Daniel Jones? I think it was a five year contract. You're gonna have to pay him forty million a year, right? There, a no money, way. There's no way so, I do so that. So that's what I'm asking you. So then, okay, if you wouldn't do that, let's start with that. If you wouldn't do that, you know Kyler Murray's getting that and some. You know what Dak Prescott's getting, right? Like you know what? Yeah, Russell I don't Wilson's think. Getting. I don't believe. And now look, who knows? Uh, I mean, I doubt though if Daniel Jones hits the open market that he's going to be getting forty million dollars a year. So I think the Giants, if you want to bring him back, that's a different story. You cannot bring him back and pay him that type of money. I I mean, I wouldn't, and I don't believe Joe Shane would. So you're saying he's not a franchise quarterback, by the way, because that's the going rate for quarterbacks. Like if you're going to franchise somebody, 
I looked it up. That's what these guys are but getting. What's, like, what's the Ryan, receivers are getting $20 million, so. What's Ryan Tannehill getting, for example? You have any idea? I don't. I'm just throwing I it out. I honestly there. don't. I didn't, like, research all this. I just looked up. Right. I'm like, I wonder what Kyler Murray. I used him as, like, a, you know, I'm like, Kyler Murray. I know he got a lot, and his was a lot, like 40-something million a year. Dak was getting crazy, crazy money, way more, but he's, you know, they franchised him. Right, so my Tannehill- point is, like, Tannehill's yeah. making 29, Fleeks tells me, this year. So, I mean, maybe it's not that far off. I just, I, I don't know. I, I would, first of all, I want to see how the final, how it plays out here, the final weeks of the season, how they finish but up. But that's I wanna... easy to do. Would you do it now, right? Isn't that easy? That's like, that's how we can answer every question. You know, if the Giants beat the Lions and then they beat Dallas, yeah, then they have a chance at the Super Bowl. But can you answer it now? Like, yeah, well, right now. I yeah, would say no. Right I would say no. I'm not. I, I don't. I, I would look to go. And remember, you got to go through the draft, right? I guess you're that guy that's going to take a chance through the draft. And how do you think the draft works more than doesn't work? I have like, a, at least you could win with that, with Jones, correct? Like uh, with the coaching, with correct. all the components, right? correct? You can win. You get a new player, right? You get the guy from Ohio State. You think he's coming here? Like, look at Zach Wilson. You think he's coming here with new system, new coaches? And like, you're going to rebuild again around him, no? I'm not paying, and thank you for the call, Brett. Appreciate you checking in. I am not paying Daniel Jones thirty-five, forty million a year. I'm just not doing it. I don't think he's that player. Now, can you win with him? Sure. But I'm not paying him that. If I'm taking Daniel Jones, my franchise quarterback, I'm taking it at a, a value. Otherwise, I'm going to go out there and look for another one, whether it be a free agent. I mean, what's Lamar Jackson going to get if he hits the open market? We talking 45, 50? I mean, what's... I mean, wouldn't you rather have Jackson than Daniel Jones for, if you're talking about a difference of 15 million even? or tw- Well, that's the point. And Fleas just we're talking you could talk on the air, Fleas. Like if you're if you have Daniel Jones and he's chewing up forty million in cap space, that's a problem. Because to win big with a quarterback like Daniel Jones, at least in my humble opinion, you're gonna have to build a loaded team elsewhere. Whether it is skill position, whether it is defense. I just, I like Daniel Jones. I don't like him at that price. So I think that's what Joe Shane and the Giants are going to have to figure out. By the way, who the hell is going to pay Daniel Jones $40 million on the open? Like, nobody's doing that. Daniel Jones, seriously, he would, now nah, he'd probably get another opportunity to be a starter somewhere because the quarterback play is so bad. There's no way he would get a long-term deal for $40 million. He's not. He's not getting it. No way. Alan is calling from New Rochelle. What's up, Alan? Good morning. How are you? How are you, Alan? I promise I won't mention Jimmy from the other night. Mm, too late, you already did. I always win. I always win. I like that attitude, though. Well, whatever. I want to talk about the Yankees for a second, please. Um, there's something called it, and professional athletes, college athletes, high school athletes, little league athletes doesn't matter. It is something that you can't describe, but the player either has it or doesn't have it. Lizzo has it. It might not reflect the statistics, but he's a positive to the team. Now, if we go to the other side of the infield, in my opinion, Josh Donaldson does not have it. He's a detriment. He doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. He never fit in. So I'd like to hear your comments on that, please. 
Well, I mean, I think the Yankees like Josh Donaldson, and I, I don't know how you can say that somebody has it with some kind of merit. It's just, I guess, based on opinion. I could look at Zach Wilson and say, to me, he's got it. Well, what is it? Well, that it factor. What is it? I don't know, but he's got it. I mean, Josh Donaldson's an established pro. He at least had it. But you're talking about, is he a good clubhouse guy? I mean, that's why the Yankees brought him in. They wanted him to be. They wanted that personality in there. I didn't think he'd strike out as much as he did. They thought he'd actually be productive offensively, but he wasn't. Frank is calling from Satalka. What's up, Frank? Hey, good morning, Sal. Pleasure to talk with you. You too, Frank. Uh, so I wanted to talk about Jacob DeGrom. I mean, I, I've been watching him all my life. I'm 55 years old. And uh, when he's healthy, I believe he's the best pitcher I've ever seen pitch. But my concern is I don't really think over the next four years he's going to pitch all that many innings. And I believe if I was Steve Cohen, I would offer him a, a $200 million contract for four years. But I would structure it as $80 million guaranteed, $20 million a year if he hits 180 innings in any of those years. And another fifty million if he hits six hundred innings over four years, and then if he doesn't take that, you know that he doesn't even think he's going to pitch the four years. That's the way I would look at it. I think he's worth fifty million a year if he pitches, but I, I mean the Mets lost this year, and they had him. You know, same thing with Nimmo. I wouldn't pay him more than a hundred million. Uh, we had him and we lost. I, I like Nimmo, but I'd rather spend the money. I mean, I don't know what it would take to bring Trey Turner in here, mm-hmm. but. You know, even if it costs two hundred million over a hundred million, it's an upgrade over what Nimmo gives you. Agreed. Because I would, I would rather. And sorry to cut you short there, Frank. But once that music goes, I don't like having the calls over. It sounds weird, and then I'm rushing, and I get anxiety. Anyway, I think you. First of all, I wish that they could give a contract like that to Degrom, where there's a great upside for him. All he's got to do is, you know, actually pitch. But the problem is, he's going to be looking for every guarantee possible, and somebody's probably going to give it to him. So while it sounds nice with the incentives. Probably not realistic. I also agree with you. I would not go more than 100, 105 million for Brandon Nimmo. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to John Schmelk. Thanks to Basketball Jones, Sonny Carton. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. We appreciate each and every one of you back again tonight following the Nets and the Blazers. Warm up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 1019 FM. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.